live from Atlanta, Georgia. It's the Zap Ballinger Show, where we help you find your direction through passion and purpose. My name is Zap Ballinger. I'm your host. Thank you guys so much for joining us. we got a great guest. Before any show, you can always email me, Zach, at ZachBallinger.com. Ask those questions about careers, and we will make sure to get to them. We are streaming live via YouTube. So if you're out there, you've got questions, pop those into the comment box. We will get to them. Without further ado, TJ, thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, thank you, Zach, for having me. I'm I'm really excited to be on this show. It's been a long time, right, since we booked this. So a very long time. So I appreciate your time today, guys. This is one of our um, I, I can't remember the number, but one of our 90th career library episodes. We're excited for TJ to tell us a little bit. What is your career? So my career, I'm a hip hop artist and producer, and um, I make music for the underdog. That's what I do. So the very fascinating career, you know, as I get to travel around, a lot of kids are excited about these arts, these art type careers. So how did you get into this? Um, it's been a long journey. Um, I started off um, making artwork. So I was a visual artist first, which is, you know, sometimes surprising, but I kind of transitioned to making music because my family is full of musicians. My dad played saxophone, my uncle played the drums, my aunt's a singer, and that musical influence was always in the household. And and so I started tinkering around with uh, piano, and then that later led to me getting into to hip hop and performing and writing and, and those types of things. And as I grew and I was in the, the church choir and everything else, I started to blend all of those skills into making a, a hip hop career. And I started that around uh, 2005 with my label on the map music group. And so, you know, as I go around and talking to kids and they ask me all the time, well, I want to be a rap artist or I want to be a rapper. I want to be a hip hop artist or I want to be a country music singer. How, how would what advice would you give them? I always give the advice of learn the business. Artists are really great at being artists. And that is our our passion and uh, a lot of our influence and we can sometimes get so deep into the the art that we don't think about the other side of it, which is, you know, the career portion, our business that we're going to run behind being an artist. And so I would take all the time that, that you need to cultivate your artwork, but also cultivate that business side of your career. And then how did you know you had the talent to do this, you know, at, at People ask a lot of the times, well, I feel like I'm one of the best at my craft, but mm -hmm. how did you know that? I think a marker for knowing how good you are is how many opportunities you're given. Um, in the church choir, right? I was given opportunities to solo and lead in the, in the choir. I was given opportunities to kind of shape our section. I was in the tenor section. In my senior year of high school, I was a part of the senior choir. And those opportunities started to fold on themselves. My my first big uh, break was on MTV's Rap Fix Live. They critiqued my first uh, single, Breakfast and Biggie, on that show. And Ja Rule, Sway Calloway, they gave me some really 
really great um, critique and love. And that started and launched my career. And so over time between those types of opportunities and shows and meeting people and getting the opportunity to show my craft to others, that gave me the enough feedback to let me know that I was good enough to keep going. Wow. Um, certainly, you know, in my book, I write about a uh, country music college student who wanted to try it out. And, you know, I just say it's like any other goal planning process. You put a time measurement on it and, mm -hmm. you know, it, you can't be out there 30 years trying to be a country music artist and <laughs> you have to feed your family. So you set a certain time on it. I'm going to do this many promotions. I'm going to work my tail off. If it doesn't come into fruition at a certain amount of time, then you kind of call it. But um, this particular individual did try it, uh, did not make it as a country music singer. But um, while he was out there, met many connections. Is it actually a successful realtor now? Yeah. So um, just by those connections that he had by singing and meeting people in those bars kind of made his career into happen. So that's what I kind of piggyback on people. Now, they people are going to see this, a hip-hop artist. They see a lot of glamour, fame. Uh, a lot of people, this is their dream job. There's got to be some downsides to it. Um, what's some of the struggles that you face in your career? So the, the struggle is that the things that the public see as far as hip-hop and R&B, even you know, popular culture, aren't the reality. They aren't what you have to do in order to get to that higher level of performance and gaining fans and things of that nature. The, the reality is, is that it's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of time sacrifice. Um, nothing comes easy. We often get the perception that um, celebrity artists are, are here today and gone tomorrow. And the reality is that most artists, it took them like 10 years to get to where they needed to be. And that's kind of, you know, tying to that, that time commitment that you talked about. Some people put a shorter amount of time commitment on their music career than what they actually need to. J. Cole is a great example. Uh, oftentimes people think that he just showed up on the scene and he was here. He put out a few mixtapes and that what that's what took him to the next level. The reality is that it, he worked on his career for 10 years before the first time you ever heard of him. And that's a part of the, the trajectory. And that's what people often don't see. Yeah, they I think they almost see it as like an overnight success. And mm -hmm. it's really usually not that way uh, in 90 something percent of the cases. So uh, you honed in on that. Now, what do you love about it? What are you passionate about? Yeah, I love when I have the energy that I'm getting from a crowd. Um, and it, when when I get that energy from the crowd, and I'm throwing that energy back out there. And we're just kind of in this feedback loop of great vibes and, and lots of uh, energy circulating. I, I believe that's one of the most exhilarating parts of being a, a musician and a performer.
it's it's that crowd feedback and you get some of that when you put out new songs or you put out a new music video and people are getting the engagement on social media and that type of stuff but it's not the same as being on stage live in front of people and getting the opportunity to hear them sing your songs or um, wave their hands left to right and you can just kind of command the crowd that's that's some of the best best connection ever. And so let's rewind your life a little bit and maybe take yeah. you back into a grade school student. What did you always dream about being when you were young? <laughs> That's funny. I've been watching a lot of YouTube lately and what I've been watching is architecture videos. Um, I really was into architecture as a kid. Uh, before then, I was into uh, being perhaps being a veterinarian, um, but architecture really stuck with me because I love to draw and I kept doing it over and over and over again. And I thought that I would be an architect and a, uh, a full time artist. And that just that just changed when I when I got into high school. So those were my earlier dreams. And I ask the question because, you know, I challenge people a lot of times to search back into their childhood dreams. And sometimes there's an overlapping theme. Sometimes there's not. But I actually do see one in your overlapping theme. You talk a lot about creativity that drives your passion. It's almost like even though you're not building music, you are building a creative side. And so that kind of stuck with you and resonated throughout maybe your innate talent and ability is that creative portion of your uh, strengths. So I actually do some see some overlap. And I think a lot of times it's just we have to look out of that. Well, I like to teach. And does that mean I have to be a high school teacher? No, that means you could do several different hundred career paths. You just yeah. got to find the right one. So. Yeah. So speaking of that, I, I, I love to teach and I teach uh, in middle school as well. Uh, alongside of my my music career, and I also teach uh, computer science. And there's another skill that's attached to that, which is kind of engineering and designing things, which is that that creative piece. And I tie that all together with music, and just use every single modality that you that that you speak of, and and put them together. And what I what I've learned is that I'm the most successful when I can, can express all of those in a very organized way. That's, so that's the brand of Wordplay TJ. It's it's uh, educational, it's musical, it's artistic, and that's what I roll out to the people. So some of the perceptions when I interview people in the arts category that have a career in it, um, you know, they're looked at differently by their family or their friends or there's something discouraging said because, you know, those are not common paths. So, you know, when I was interviewing the juggler uh, a few career episodes ago, his, his parents were supportive. But that I think that's the in the majority. There's always going to be a naysayer. Yeah, you have some of them in your life that said, TJ, you can't be a hip hop artist. You got to have a real job. Yeah, um, I believe that's the, the 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 I guess the theory or the the main concept behind a few of my most recent albums. I had a series of albums called Job Application, uh, Orientation Day, and Overtime. And Overtime is the the last part of that series where I talk about everybody basically telling me to get a get a real job throughout this entire process and 
in some point, in some parts, that's true, right? You have to develop, you have to bring in an income in order to feed yourself and, and, and fuel your career. But the reality is, is that most people that are um, the best at their thing or commit to mastery of their thing will find a way for people to pay them for it. And that's where that's where those masters of their craft separate themselves from those that don't. Um, and most people don't try to master a craft at all. They don't even get close. And so that's, that's the opportunity that, that people don't see when, um, when they're, uh, when they're naysayers, they don't see the, the act of the mastery, the time put in the, the hour spent, and sometimes they got to eat those words. Yeah. You know, there's an actor's guild right here in Atlanta, Georgia. And so mm -hmm. a lot of people ask me, and we actually had an actor on one of the career library portions. And to your point, you know, um, I tell a lot of people, look, you may have to get a part-time job. You may have to have a full-time job because, you know, not everybody's just going to jump in the acting scene. You have to master your craft to your point. You're not just going to come in Atlanta in two days, be a Hollywood movie star. You've got to put some effort into it, acting lessons, however good you are, think you are. You got to pour more into that and you have, have to have food on the table. Yeah. And so a lot of the actors that I know right here in Atlanta, Georgia, they drive Uber, they drive Lyft. They're always doing something. So be prepared to do that as you get in, in your entry level and you're, you're making yourself available. I'm all for the arts careers, but I think you have to know what you're getting into. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Would you have anything to add? Yeah, you you just do have to be ready and prepared for that. When you're in the arts careers, there's an investment portion of it, you know, that many people don't see. And that's another thing that people don't see from behind the scenes is there's usually some type of investment, some monetary investment going into the artists that are in front of your face. Gotcha. Well, we did have a several questions come in. It looks like one of the is a repeat. So let's get to the questions that we had. So okay. the first question is, is how do people find your music? Yeah, my music is everywhere on Spotify, YouTube, um, every major uh, DSP out there. And you can find me wordplayt.jay. That's the easiest way to search me. And you can search me on Google as well. And it'll come right up. Uh, next question that comes in and says, what's the largest audience you performed in front of? Um, the largest audience. Oof, that's a that's a difficult one. I, I think thousands at this at this point. I haven't performed for tens of thousands. My career is still kind of growing in that direction. And I'm, I'm hoping to to perform for hundreds of thousands one day. Uh, next question is, do you utilize YouTube to put up song videos and do you start out that way if you're trying to become a hip hop artist? Yeah, YouTube is a great source to put up work. Um, not only do you have the advantage of some visual medium of people getting a, a, an opportunity to see and hear your work, but you also have the connection of Google's SEO. Um, and I talk about this a lot on my YouTube channel, Wordplay TJ as well. And I have a sec section of it where I give musicians music advice and I understand the business. So I'm able to share what things I go through um, as my independent career grows. 
And on that channel, I talk about using YouTube to build your knowledge graph for people to be able to search you on Google because they're one and the same. And because Google is that parent company to YouTube, it's a it's a crucial step in, in building your por portfolio and building your brand uh, on the web. Thank you. And then the next question comes in and says, do I really need to finish higher education if this is a career path that I want to pursue? So that's this is a tricky one. And higher education can mean a lot of different things. And I think that's where um, we need to re reform our, our minds about higher education. Number one, college isn't isn't a bad idea. The barrier to college is the expense. And so oftentimes individuals will need a different route to mastery. And the whole thing about college is that it's a route to mastery or at least to a uh, pretty close to mastery. And so if you can find a route to mastery, whether it be a two year degree or you can find a coach on the web that you can pay or you can practice on your own, I think there's many different al alternatives to higher education to get towards your dream. You got to learn what your thing is, master it, and continue to build on that skill. Thank you. And then the next question is, do you write your own lyrics? I write my own lyrics. I also collaborate with other writers oftentimes to kind of check. It's like a check and balance system with other writers. So I have uh, many other writers in my my label. Icarus Gray is one of my writers. And uh, Angelia Johnson is also a writer that I work with. And we just, you know, we just kind of bounce ideas off each other. So I write, write most of mine and then get some help sometimes. And the last question says, how do I get my first gig? I don't mind the crowd size of the audience, but how do I land those first few gigs to get my name out there? Yeah, getting shows is um, pretty easy, honestly. There's a website called IndieOnTheMove.com. And Indie on the Move is a database of venues all over the country of the United States. And it allows you to search for venues, contact those venues via email, and then follow up with those venue owners, whether it be phone or something like that. What the venues need is that they need how many people you're going to bring and how are you going to advertise that show. They, that's the most important parts is like, how are you going to get bodies into the room? And so if you have a plan for that, reach out to every venue that fits your genre. TJ, this has been so inspiring uh, just for me. You know, I, I encourage students and professionals to pursue something that they love with full passion and purpose. You mm -hmm. get one life, you get one opportunity. It's a very short, I could name many times that that's happened and many people I know where it's ended. And I just think you're in a great example, um, just a great resource. This has been so helpful. If somebody wants to just pick up an info about you being a hip hop artist, they can simply go to this uh, library. Thank you so much for giving back your time, answering these questions and having it be so informative to my audience. Hey, it's no problem. And I appreciate the time to, to speak to them and to speak to you. Um, and this is, yeah, this is great for, for, for me.
And then one last question I have, because I noticed that you have the Razorbacks hat on and it's yeah. not going too good at halftime. So I'll let you get <laughs> So I'm um, sure you don't mind to say a little longer, but this will be my last question. So what are you want people to know? So, I, you know, I give you everybody an opportunity to kind of either promote their music or what they've got going on podcast, whatever it may be. What yeah. would you like to end with? Yeah. So I, I would like to end with, you know, kind of my my motto, which is music for the underdog. And everybody has an underdog story. Everybody has something that they're going through and somewhere that they're trying to climb to. So this is your opportunity to do that, no matter what kind of skill or what kind of um, thing that you 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 want to accomplish. And I do all of that on my website, wordplaytj.com. That's wordplaytjay. And um, I do that through my podcast, No Rhyme or Reason podcast. You can find it there. And you can also find me on YouTube, Spotify, uh, Apple Music, and every other DSP out there. So be sure to look me up. Guys, go follow TJ. He's been so kind to give back and talk about his career. So if you're out there and you're interested in that kind of music or from a career standpoint, connect with him and uh, rate his podcast. Make sure to give that a, a podcast. But uh I'm in this podcast mode because I'm doing this, but <laughs> your music, right? Your music on iTunes sure. and, and different various venues. So TJ, thank you so much. We appreciate your time. Guys, until next time, this is the Zach Ballinger Show. <laughs>